this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 18 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one's going to be all about abstract painting which is something I did for the first time a few months ago and I thought it would be quite fun to talk about on the podcast so that's what the podcast going to be about today. Um, I did post a new video onto YouTube last week and I'm going to be posting new ones every Tuesday and the last one was of one of my older pencil drawings of a video game character called Catherine and I also talked about drawing eyelashes where I compared how I used to draw eyelashes with how I draw them now. So you can find that on the YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson and you can find show notes for the podcast at sofreeart.com So let's get into this one which is going to be about abstract painting which is something I'd never really done any painting before um, but in February Leslie Sater did her one of her 30 and 30 painting challenges which is a thing she does every year and it's 30 days where you produce a painting and post it onto her website and there was like over 100 people taking part each day and it was actually a lot of fun not just doing the painting but looking at everyone else's paintings so I highly recommend trying that because she does it she'll probably do it again next year or at the end of this year and you can find out more at satastudio.com but I'll put links into the show notes but because I'd never done any painting before before I started the challenge I I felt a bit overwhelmed and I I didn't really like I didn't know how I was going to do anything or stuff like that so what I tried to do was I tried to simplify everything I ended up only using one brush for the whole 30 days and I only used Um, a very limited amount of colours for each painting. Like with the abstract painting, I only used one or two colours just to keep things simple because I didn't want to get confused with all these different colours. So that was just something I did which worked quite well. But it was funny because before the challenge started, I went and bought a load of brushes. (laughs) So I had all these brushes and I ended up only using one. So that was something else I learnt was that you don't need to go out and buy loads of loads of stuff you could you only need like one brush a couple of bits of paint and a a couple of canvases you don't need loads of stuff um so i'll remember that for next time i think and to try and keep the challenge fresh because i I didn't know if i was going to enjoy for instance painting abstract or still life and stuff because i didn't i didn't know if i was going to enjoy it i thought what I would do is break the challenge down into chunks of six days. So I did five lots of six days where I did six days of abstract painting, six days of still lifes, six days of photo reference painting, six days painting outside, and then six days painting my little Sophie character. And that worked out really quite good because... I think if I had done 30 days of abstract painting, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I and mean, it was it was fun to just try all these different types of 
um, different types of painting whilst also keeping it structured. Um, so that's what I did. And I started out with abstract painting mainly because I thought I thought that I would it would be easy really and I thought I would be able to get away with not knowing what I was doing by just saying I wanted to do that <laughs> if like, I thought if I did abstract painting I could just play around mess about make a load of mistakes and just pretend that that's how I wanted it <laughs> but it it wasn't like that actually because whilst um, abstract painting turned out to be very random and it, it was a lot of fun it was also there was an element of skill involved and so it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be but what I did was I I did six days and each day I limited myself to one main type of colour I think maximum of two colours and I put links in the show notes to the paintings um, so you can see what they look like they're nothing special <laughs> they're, they're not works of art but I wasn't doing this challenge to try and to produce works of art I just wanted to have fun and try something new because I'd been wanting to do painting for so long and I'd kept putting it off and then I saw Leslie Sater's challenge pop up on I think it was Facebook or something and I thought well why not let's give this a go so I just wanted it to be fun and it it was a lot of fun especially the abstract painting so you can see the paintings on the website if you want to. But I thought I would talk about the main things I learnt. And I think if I had to sum up abstract painting in one sort of phrase or something, it would be that it made me feel like a kid again. It was so much fun and very liberating and freeing. And totally different to um, anything I'd ever really done before. And completely opposite to realistic pencil drawing which is what I've really only ever done like whereas realistic pencil drawing is very strict and it's almost like you go into it knowing what you're going to do you just have to do it um, and as long as you sort of follow the rules you should be able to do it but with painting it's it's almost like there's there's rules but there's not rules because you can because you can sort of make up everything yourself and you can be a lot more free really um, but also what I realised was that the painting sort of paints itself so it's you, the painting sort of pa paints itself so it's almost like you're guiding the paint but the paint is also in control so it becomes this nice little like um, sort of teamwork thing where you and the paint are producing the painting and I never expected that to happen I never knew that's what it was going to be like but especially with abstract painting it was very I guess like organic um, so the main thing I learned really was just how fun it was to throw paint around so this is only going to be a little podcast but I thought what I would do is talk about five of the sort of experiences I had whilst doing abstract painting and the first thing was what I called happy little accidents, which is something that the um, artist Bob Ross used to always say. He used to talk about these happy little accidents, which is where your uh, paint, your painting or drawing or something, and something goes wrong, which 
you could see as a mistake, but it ends up being really good. And this happened a lot on the abstract painting. It happened a lot throughout the whole painting challenge, really, but especially with the abstract painting. And on day four, I had the idea of making an orange fireball dropping into an ocean. That was what I planned to do, and I started doing it, but it looked so horrible that I ended up scrubbing all the paint off. And what it left behind was like a green tint on the paper, on the canvas. And that green colour, which was totally random, it ended up showing through in the final painting, which was all blue. It ended up showing through and I feel like it actually made the painting a lot better. Um, and that's when I realised the importance of the base colour because it shows through in the final painting even if ever so slightly. And when that happened, I just thought of Bob Ross and his happy little accident quote. <laughs> and it happened again on day five when I didn't like the direction that the painting was going in. So I scrubbed all the paint off and like the random mess that was left behind, I thought it looked so good that I left that as the finished drawing, uh, painting. <laughs> so that was quite funny. Um, the next little experience that I kept observing was like how liberating it was to be painting and I think day one summed that up perfectly because I was painting away and what had actually happened was whereas I had planned to do all the paintings with um, paintbrushes for day one I ended up for some reason well I was mixing my paints with the palette knife and I ended up putting some of the paint onto the canvas with the palette knife and I just decided to do the whole painting with the palette knife so that was another random thing and that's like another example of how you can plan to do things with painting but as you're actually painting it will just evolve and you sort of let go you it really helps you let go because you just you sort of just let go and instead of saying i said i was going to use a brush i'm going to use a brush if it feels like you want to use a palette knife you just evolve and start using the palette knife so that's what i did but on Day one, I dropped the palette knife on the floor and it was loaded up with a load of blue paint and it landed on my sock, which was a pink sock. So my pink sock was now covered in blue paint and I just smiled. And the thing is, I'm normally somebody who's so like tidy and precious and tries to keep everything like nice and, you know, like brand new sort of thing. But I realised like on day one, and I realised throughout the whole challenge that you can't be like that with painting, um, and it just helped me loosen up a lot, and like my my drawing desk is now covered in paint, <laughs> it's still got little spots of paint everywhere, whereas I always used to try to keep that like pristine condition, so I enjoyed that part of painting whereby it sort of taught me that it's actually better in life to just have things be more real I guess so it definitely helped me loosen up not just in my um like my art but also I guess in like my mindset uh, which was really nice and like what I learned was just how messy painting is because <laughs> I, I was getting paint everywhere um especially with abstract painting because there's so much paint getting thrown about everywhere and um, because it is so random I was getting paint on the floor, like on my bed, 
I ended up getting paint in places that I hadn't even been to, so like I had no idea how it got there, but one place I did get a lot of paint was on my apron, because <laughs> I've always wanted to wear an apron for like ages, I've always wanted to be an artist wearing an apron, because I'd sort of always felt like if you're wearing an apron, it means you're a proper artist. <laughs> so that was one of the main things I was looking forward to uh, with this challenge was wearing an apron. And one of the first things I did with abstract painting was before I even put any paint onto the canvas, I just threw a load of paint onto my apron. And that kind of um, set the tone really for the whole challenge. Um, it was just that this is going to be something that is going to be messy but a lot of fun and that's basically what one of the main things is just how liberating and fun abstract painting is another little experience I had was um, to do with the easel um, and I've never really used an easel before but I managed to pick up a secondhand easel really cheap just a couple of days before the challenge started and what I was doing was I had a load of small canvases which were 20 by 20 because I thought, again, I thought if I use small canvases it might keep things a bit more simple and I was also thinking about not using too much paint. So I had these small canvases but um, on the first day I used a really big canvas and that's the one, I ended up throwing that one away in the end because it was so big I couldn't store it anywhere. <laughs> But all the other paintings were much smaller. And when I went to put that small canvas on the easel, I realised it didn't fit. So I spent more day... Uh, so I spent more time on that day, which was day two. I spent more time trying to work out how to put the canvas onto the easel than I did actually painting. So what I ended up doing was actually painting... Doing that painting, holding the canvas in my hand... <laughs> which I don't think that's how the professionals do it, but that was the only way I could do it because I couldn't work out how to get the canvas onto the easel and in the end I ended up botching it in place, so I managed to get it working in the end. So I think what I learnt there was that um, you have to be um, adaptable really and expect the unexpected when <laughs> doing paintings really. Um, another little experience I had was on day three where just before I was doing going to do my painting I was watching some YouTube videos for like inspiration and there was an artist on there doing an abstract painting and while he was painting away he suddenly put his finger into the painting to like blend some of the lines he had created um, to produce soft edges and I just thought wow I didn't realize that you could do that so what I learned there was about not making assumptions when painting because I had sort of with pencil drawings, there's like a bunch of rules and you almost have to play by those rules because th that's sort of how drawing works. You can break the rules, but like I said, pencil drawing is a lot more strict. Um, but when I watched that video and I saw him putting his fingers in, because I'd always just assumed that if you're doing a painting, you can only use a brush or like a palette knife. But seeing him put his fingers in there and it looking really good, it suddenly made me realise that you can do anything with painting. Um, it was it was just basically realising that not to make assumptions, and that um, little experience like opened up my eyes to make me realise not to be too focused on rules, 
and if I want to put my finger into the painting just to do it. <laughs> um, so that was that was a really good little moment. That um, something else I another little experience was because I was using the palette knife for the abstract painting, I was getting through so much paint that after a few days I started thinking I'm not going to have enough paint to complete the 30 days. So I ended up trying to look for um, some new paint and I started out using just these little 35 milliliter tubes. Um, that's all I had when I started the challenge. Um, but they were going so quickly because I was using the palette knife that I I thought I'd better buy some bigger ones. So the next little thing I was going to talk about was this website called curtisward.com which I'll put a link to in the show notes but I managed to find these 200 milliliter tubes of Royal Talons Van Gogh oil paint for and they're only £7.65 each whereas the same size tube in my local art store was like £15 so it was so much cheaper and I watched some YouTube videos before I bought the paints and people were reviewing the paints, comparing them with Windsor Newton and I think it was Dalla Roney or something and they were looking quite good so that gave me the confidence that these paints were, would be good enough and yeah they were really good and like I said they're really big tubes so I would say probably they are the most cost effective um, oil paints you can get and they also do these big 500 milliliter tins for £15.99 so you can get like 500 milliliters on that website for almost the same price as 200 milliliters in a shop so I'm, I'm going to be buying all my future paints from Curtis Ward and they also um, I ordered them on the Friday evening and it was delivered Monday morning so it was also next working day it was very quick delivery as well and they also do a, a click and collect so if you if you was a bit worried that you might miss the delivery you can just get it delivered to a shop um, so that's basically that's basically the main things I wanted to talk about with abstract painting it was um, I haven't done any abstract painting since but last week I was watching a YouTube video from um, a girl called Amy who was kind enough to leave a comment on one of my videos and her YouTube channel is Amy's Art and Design I think you can hear it in the background there <laughs> and she's got this video on there which I'll link to in the show notes and it's about how to create a watercolour splatter effect and it, it's a really, it looks like a really simple thing to do but it looks really cool and it looks like so much fun and this sort of goes back to that thing of how abstract painting and painting sort of makes you feel like a kid again because what she does is she gets a little bit of paint and she blobs it onto the paper and then she with a paintbrush creates little lines coming off of the blob of paint so it looks I guess kind of like a squashed spider or something <laughs> um, but this this sort of um, is an example of how when you're doing painting you're painting so you're, in con you're sort of guiding the paint but the paint is also in control because what she does is she gets a straw and she blows onto the paint and then the paint 
the watercolour goes and follows the lines that she's already created but it then randomly goes off so it just creates this really cool splatter effect and it sort of demonstrates how you and the paint are working together because she's sort of guiding where the paint's going to go but she has no idea of where it's really going to end up because it's it's in control of that so it creates this random effect that she still has a bit of control over and that's what I love about what I sort of um, noticed with whilst painting for these 30 days it was just a really fun experience and abstract painting is definitely one of the most fun things so I just wanted to talk about that on the podcast because I thought it might be quite fun and like I said when I watched that video of Amy's it got me thinking oh I want to do some more abstract painting so that's where this podcast came from really um I think that's it um yes that is it (laughs) so this Tuesday I'll be putting up a new YouTube video and it's this one's going to be about one of my another one of my older pencil drawings and it is of another video game character called Reset and the thing I'm going to talk about mainly in that um, video is going to be how I used to blend pencils with my finger and how I why I stopped doing that um, and I'll give some examples so I put that video up on Tuesday which you can find at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson I'll put links and everything in the show notes at sofreeart.com and until next time hope you had fun <laughs> And this week's quote goes to the amazing artist Bob Ross, and it is, No pressure, just relax and let it happen. Bob Ross.